I'm your host, Maine, of course. I'm letting Lenny Williams talk to us for a little while. A lot of talk about King of R&B. He's a smooth guy right here. You might know about this yet. I don't know coming outside yet. I know I wasn't even born. Sing it, Lenny. That's heaven right there. Ain't nothing but heaven. Sing it. I bet you ain't know. I probably got that from him. That part right there is just crazy. That's like that's crazy to me. That part. I definitely got he got he definitely got that girl back. I think so. Um, I don't know. I, I I feel like as a girl, if I sing that part to you and just have that kind of cadence that it just dropped like that. Offset might need to think about this to get Cardi B back because this is this is you get can we go loud again like just amazing. I like R. This is R&B to me. This is hold on, let me stop real quick. Okay, this is R&B to me. Take that out. More Masters podcast and your host made of course. Uh, I got a special uh, guest with me right now. Um, we're gonna talk about this King of R&B talk. About to have R&B talk right now. Um, I got. Conquer Jones from What's the up? Comfort Zone. Um, it's been a minute since we uh since we did some work on mine at least. Oh yeah, been yeah, a little minute. Been, been a little yeah, minute. Been, been a little while. Minute. What was the last thing we did? It was a uh, was it the Cam Newton talk? Yeah, yeah, that was on yours. Though. I'm talking about just on more masters though. I don't, I don't think you've been on an actual podcast since. Since how uh, the first one about depression when I was just starting to come. From nah, nah, that was a good one though. Like people was like, they liked your voice. You know, what I'm saying they didn't know who you were. They like, oh, he got a nice voice. I don't know. I remember somebody text me. And I'm like, why are you text me this? Man? Like, <laughs> you get mad at the comments. Like, oh, what's up with you? Man? You know, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying about my voice. Nah, yeah. but um. It, the last one I think when we was we did something together on Minds on this particular podcast was it was still on yours but we did a joint one and it was yeah, the, with uh, Sonya and Sonya. Yeah, yeah and it was when you was upset with uh, corporate America. I'm still upset with corporate America. I mean now yeah because <laughs> things didn't change you you know yeah, yeah. I, we, we can get to that later you know that's that's a it's another story there you know you got upset yeah, then you know yeah. they, they they fed you a little bit and you was like oh, I'm cool then you realized very quickly that. You wasn't really full, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're feeding you BS. You wake up real quick, you know. You woke yeah. now. That's dope, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, and I, oh. I say that though. I say that. I promise you. I say. I think that today. I said the only woke people in the in the world are people that have had something either happen to them firsthand or somebody close to them. Like most times, if somebody like you're your life, you don't have no issues. You wonder why they don't care about black problems because they don't. They have nothing, nothing that really can make that make them care. Yeah. It's just been like it's me, and that happened to me, so I'm good. I don't know what you're talking about until something happened to my something happened to my clothes. They know, or to them, then it's like, nah, I get it now. I yeah, get it now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely get that. some things now too. You know, what I'm saying it's nothing like being on a on a bad side of politics. Yeah, that'll also do it to you because when you're on that yeah. good side of politics, it's easy to see all the good things. Oh, when you're on the good side, it's 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 gravy. I'm trying to tell <laughs> you, man, they don't tell you that though. You know uh, what I'm saying? That's something that that's not really spoken about. Often, um, but uh, but aside from that, I wanted to get them to get you know get get to know who I'm talking to first. So, um, what you been up to, real quick? 
Uh, still pushing the comfort zone. Other than that, I've been writing a whole lot. You know, um, in 2018, I made one of the most major accomplishments of my life was finishing my book. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just the uh, first draft of it, but I got something lined up to where hopefully we can get an actual hard copy of it by the end of 2019. You know, it's going to take some time, but doing that, then trying to push out more videos and dive into videography a little bit more, you know, it's just... Like you said, I quit corporate America to uh, quit going in that direction to just pursue my passion. Yeah, you know? was, I think that was dope. Um, Passion—that's actually uh, a good, 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 good word. I just played Lenny Williams. Um, that's a passionate song. The song really is called "Cause I Love You." You know, <laughs> no. um, the song is very smooth. By the way, I just, I just liked it. It was smooth. I actually want to listen back to it. But I'm not going to do it right now. It's a smooth song. What if? Okay, the only thing about Lenny Williams is that. He didn't just stay out there. So maybe he didn't stay out there because he didn't get a girl back after singing that. I mean, <laughs> you know what maybe he did and he just felt, you know, he said, hey, man, F this music industry. I got my baby back. I'm going to take her back. And I, I guess he wrote the song, be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that probably Smokey Robinson or something. He probably, he, he had an afro. Something like Motown. Yeah, like Motown. Yeah, that was definitely that era right there. Um, but I, I, I played that song because of how passionate it was. And it's a lot of talk right now about the king of R&B, and I, I wanted to do an episode on that, just strictly on that and just kind of dissecting it, not so much just th- throwing out names and saying this person, this person, that person, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to break it down and break it down, like really dive into it, you know? Yeah. Um, And one of the things I, I like about R&B is that it, it, it caters to so many different moods. So definitely, definitely, let's let's start there. Like even when you hear this song, what what's some things you think about? When I hear that song, I think about. Or oh, what mood does it? What mood you think that song sets? If you played that, you know, what I'm saying with it, with a opposite we, sex or something. We kind of like grew up in different uh, decades. You know, what I'm I saying I wouldn't say kind. I would say we definitely did. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like by the time when Lenny Williams, when I heard Lenny Williams, that was you know with uh, me seeing like my mother, my grandparents, all of them play that song and just dancing. You know what I'm saying? So when I right, hear Lenny right. Williams, it takes me back to that. You know what I'm saying? To seeing everybody lip syncing that song, you can't hold a note for anything in the world. But you know, so, <laughs> but if I had to sit up here. Like, I have played it around a couple of women, and it's just like, I mean, you basically friend zone if you ain't hitting after that. That's kind of wild. <laughs> like, that, that, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think the take was going there, but uh, <laughs> knowing you, I felt like I should have known that it was going there. Eventually, it will. Um, <laughs> you know? But, I, I, you know, when I think of the song, like, you know, when you think about R&B, um, it does, it helps things, you know, uh, whether it's, uh, I would say... Helping uh, curate your feelings, like say what you, like some people can't say what they what they feel, but you can kind of send a song that can say what you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I think in this song, I don't know when you said you know older people dancing stuff like that. I think about old house parties. I'm thinking about like uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie. Uh, I'm trying to think of the movie right now. Dang, I can't think of it. With Cold Cheese. One of my favorite movies, Cooley High. But anyway, it was like a 60 movie and they, 70 movie. They had a party, whatever. Yeah. And they slow dance. Well, even house party, they slow dance. And I'm thinking about this song coming on, like, Lenny Williams, Cause I Love You, coming on. And I felt like maybe you and your girl got into it or something like that, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's R&B to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that song. Yeah. You ever seen The Wood? The Wood. Perfect. Yeah, The Wood was perfect for that, yeah. Uh, Luther Vandross, If This Were Mine. 
that's R and B. Like the last dance, he his brother, her brother told her, and they were like, she like, you know, she loves Luther Vandross. This was her mind. It came on. They locked eyes. They danced. It meant something. R and B does that. It sets those kind of moods. Um, I think when I was younger, like let's say I'm thinking a song that probably would set a mood. I I, I was younger. Jagged Edge was out. Good luck. Oh, you got um, Promise. Uh, good luck. Certain certain things. You know what I'm saying. I'm rolling down the only highway. Yeah. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying. Like those songs. It, it, you would even though you don't know what it means. Like mm-hmm. the feeling of the song. Yeah. That's R&B. Like, R&B is, is so funny because like, you could not know what a song means, but feel what it means at a young age. And then you get older, the words mean more to you, but the song meant that to you when you were younger. You just didn't know what the words meant. Yeah. And that's R&B to me. But you know you what I'm saying? you still remember what it felt like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we like to limit right. R&B to, to sex only. And, and that's cool because that's also R&B. Like the 90s at least, you know what I'm saying? But when you break down these decades, which I do feel like the 70s, they don't get enough credit, but... It's for certain reasons. Obviously, they know the business. I do feel like when you talk about King R and B, it's kind of hard to give it to me, give it to somebody that didn't know the business. So I can't, I can't, I can't blame you not knowing the business. I can't like give you more points because you know the business, so it's, it's cool. Nah, you have to. It's all facets of things. You know what I'm saying? See, what a lot of people don't realize about R and B is that R and B means rhythm and, and blues. blues. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, Around the 90s, that was all rhythm right there. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. Around the 90s, that's when rhythm took control of R&B. But before the 90s, that's when you had a lot of blues. That's when you had a lot of people. What we consider soul music now was just R&B back in those days. So You know what? That's you know, that's funny, right? Because I think soul music even means something a little different now. Like, when someone say, Tim touch their soul. Because yeah. I think they say James Brown was the godfather of soul, if I'm not mistaken. Is that what they say? Godfathers. Yeah. And I'm not saying he isn't, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But I do feel like when I think of a soulful song, like one of the most soulful old songs I think about is, I don't know who's seen this song, but it's uh, uh, Born by the River, something like that. Jeez. That's a you know soulful song. Like, that touch, like <laughs> I, I heard that one time at a funeral, right? Yeah. And I, can't, I cannot get it out of my, like every time I hear that song, it touched me there, and I, the person, if you know, I didn't know this person. Never met him a day in my life. I was there in support of somebody else, but I felt like I knew him because the person that sung that song sang it not exactly like the person, but they they replicated that particular version of the song. It's a different version, but that version is the is the version. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like I get goosebumps hearing it. It's like, and I hear somebody try to sing it a cappella, like just sing it over. It's like hairs just jump, and that sold to me. Like my hairs jump up. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and don't get me wrong, yeah. this person don't have nothing to do with King R&B. But I'm saying these are these are uh, uh, things I'm I'm putting into that category. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. R&B is not like I said. It's not just it is sexual, but it's not just that. It's a mood that and it's that. But that's that's soul. That's not R&B to me. That's still soul. But I don't me. I don't. I don't know if James Brown have one of those records. You might know. I don't. You, I don't know. I'm not trying to disagust him. I don't really think I'm trying to diss y'all and take, discredit anybody. You know, discredit James Brown. But a lot of rhythm. This yeah, is a man's yeah, world. Got some blues. Yeah, that's some yeah. blues to it. That's that's what I was just thinking about. It's a man's world. But Papa got a brand but new man, bag. It's um, just rhythm to me, man. It's not really. It's not so really hitting. What's on crazy that. enough is like George Alana was kind of like that had a little bit that had some blues to it. That's too. a funny song. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I, they play that song only around Thanksgiving, and he was like, 
people are starving and nothing to eat. I'm like, why are y'all saying this around Thanksgiving? It just and they cut it off right at that part. So like, all I know is Georgia Lana. That's all I. That's all I know. I don't know nothing else. Um, but go ahead. No, I mean it's just like with James Brown. That's like that's where he had a lot of blues. At honestly, I wouldn't have ever considered him the Godfather of Soul either because a lot of his stuff was upbeat. It was stuff that would get people moving and dancing around until he brought something out. Like, it's a man's world. I mean, personally to me, he kind of like poured his heart out on that song. And, you know, so it kind of, I don't know, maybe I haven't listened to his full albums. Maybe I haven't heard other songs in a long time, but I don't know about Godfather, so. Is this song I'm talking about here? Is this it? I was born by the river In a little tent Oh, and just like the river, I've been running ever since. I gotta stop it, all right? Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to move. But to me, like that's that's that that's what I'm going. Like that's soul to me. That would be in the soul category, all right. Everything to me not R and B. I'm only touching on soul to just kind of kick out the R and B section. That's yeah. not R and B to me. That's nah. soul of soul. Soul of soul. Yeah. That's blues. No rhythm there though. It's just soul. True. So it just blues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rhythm and blues gotta gotta collide. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's kind of reason why actually I think sexual sexual music is in R and B so much because it's both. It's rhythm and blues. You know what I'm saying? Like not to be funny, but it's, it's some rhythm and sex and at least some good ones. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. got the blues. There's you got feelings behind it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just some you know pain is pleasure. You know. Yeah. Deeper. Okay. All that stuff. You know okay. what I'm saying? So. So when we talk about moods, what kind of moods do you think R and B has to has to put you in? What kind of when you talk rhythm and blues, what what are some tempos we we accepting in R and B and 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 not? Um, you can you can name tempos or just name songs like if you can't actually name the tempo, because you got some slow. You got you got. I don't think it's necessarily a tempo like. Uh... What made R and B so popular was the fact that you had so many artists come out, but they all spoke to different moods. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you could be feeling a certain way, and you can listen to uh, like Jaheem and Jaheem will put you there. You could feel a different way, listen to somebody a little bit slower, uh, like maybe more on like Tyrese's level, and with some of his songs, and it'll put you exactly where you need to be. It, it was more so about the type of mood that you're in and the music that was playing for that. I think that's what made R&B so popular for its time because it was a shift from the 70s and 80s to a whole new generation who just wanted something. It just, when R&B really hit and became R&B, it was just, it, it just really changed the game. I, I agree. I, I do think you, you're you going to be as great as the, the peers around you. Not as great as, but... You mentioned Jaheem and Tyrese. That's that's the same era. Yeah. They're in the same era. They're in the same um, era. And we're gonna talk about that later, like that era in a minute. I'm trying to gauge the marks where we're gonna just jump into stuff. I wanna kinda set the precedent on R and B. And so we talk about R and B and just let's think about the 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 change of R and B. So seventies R and B is different from eighties R and B. Eighties is different from nineties. Every decade is different, right? Every yeah. decade. Even now it's just I'm not saying it's better. It's just different. That's all I'm gonna say. You know what I'm saying? To each his own. Um, I hate to be the person. I feel like you old. I feel like you you officially old when you start doing that. Like this new music is trash for that. I don't be that guy. I just say it's different. You know what I'm saying? Because you know when we came up, 
And I'm gonna say we, yeah. even though you know we, 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 you're a little older, right? We came up. They said that about '90s music. That, mm-hmm. that all that hippity hop, da 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 da. But '90s music, that era is so golden. But in the '90s, it wasn't. It wasn't even appreciated by older people. That's you know what true. I'm saying? Yeah. But just like. 80s music, they, they, the people from the 60s didn't like it. Oh, yeah, talk about this, that now, yeah, yeah, girls shaking. They ain't realize that it was gonna get worse. No, they, <laughs> they thought girls shaking their butt back then was something bad, you know what I'm saying? They had at least they had jeans on covering everything. Like, we got the ass out now, got everything out now, you know what I'm saying? They had BT and cut. So, I said to say, you know, every 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 genre is different, every 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 decade was different. So, to me, 70s RB, I'm not saying it's excluded out of it. But it's a little different. And I say this because back in the day when you sung, when you sang 70s, mid-80s a little bit, 60s definitely, there was no face to you all the time. Today's world, we can have a Freddie Jackson. Mm-mm. Girls will see him and be like, oh, ill, I don't like that song no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, he made great, great records. He wasn't the most attractive person, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Luther Vandroff is also another one. Um, it's you get a bunch. Of, David Ruffin, I love David Ruffin. He got a, a, a amazing voice. He sung "My Girl." You can't not like the dude that sung "My Girl." You Beauty's really on his skin deep. But you think he could be the king of R and B? Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I can't picture David Ruffin like yo, I'm the king. For who? You know what I'm saying? Like, they like Smokey Robinson. But yeah. That's that's another topic. Light skin also. That uh, you know I don't want to get into all that, but uh, like and that's why Smokey kind of he to me he wasn't the greatest singer. But girls liked him. Yeah, women they they, they would attract him. So I also feel like an R and B. That's another thing. I know it sounds wild for two guys to have to do that, but the attraction level, like what 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 do women like? Because when you talk about King R and B, you have to be a wanted person. Yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Jaheem, great music, couldn't be the king. I mean, girl wasn't like, oh, I love Jaheem. They they liked him, but he wasn't like this big sex symbol. That's true. Uh, Genuine might Tyrese might have been. You know what I'm saying? But that's also things that push their envelope. Not saying the music was better than Jaheen, because Jaheen made some great music. He had a good little run too. But also they had long long longevity because they looks were they they stayed the same. You know what I'm saying? They were able to do yeah. things in the video they couldn't do. They could dance, take their shirt off. That's arm the five heartbeats. I was my favorite movies, right? Uh you watched the movie before? I've seen that movie so many times. Okay, good. I'm glad I thought you were about to say you ain't seen it. Okay, so nah. good. Five heartbeats. Perfect example. Um and when when they when when they're singing first and they singing baby stop running or and he take his stuff and a girl she she you know she they they, they go in the chair he's breathing on all that stuff and they got the women looking at them liking them and everybody like and then yeah. by Harvey's come out singing the R and B so to speak you know what I'm saying yeah people are like oh no they they not they didn't get that sex appeal until he went up into her and started singing you know what I'm saying yeah yeah um you need that like that's. That's what sell tickets. You got to be able to sell shows. Uh, B2K wasn't the best group. Girls loved them. Girls loved them. So that has to be a component in whether you're going to be a king of something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be wanted. People got to want you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got people like, but you're going to name later, we got people like the Anthony Hamiltons. Um, we got people like that That got soul for me. He's soul for those, so he's never really But still, he got R&B. You know, he he kind of tread that line. He yeah, tread that he line. Tread the line. Exactly. Yeah. John Legend, we mentioned that. Yeah. Not R&B to me. I don't know what to put him in. More and more, more so inspirational. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he came out, remember when I used to love you? Hey, that was a good song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about, I don't know. Like, he's, he, he tried the line too, but I don't put it in R&B because when he made the R&B record, which was that song Tonight, we were all surprised. Like, oh, you made these kind of songs? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was surprised that he made them kind of songs. So I can't even say that he's an R&B artist. He sings. 
He does. He has blues, but it's very inspirational. He comes from a different, different place, you know what I'm saying? I put John Legend in a different category altogether because he was also a piano player. Yeah, I was, I was going to say you contemporary music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So when you got somebody who's playing an instrument as well as singing, it kind of, nah, John Legend, oh, I must be tired. John Legend kind of goes into a different category, but... Yeah, so I, I I agree, and like I said, I'm not saying no disrespect, but I don't. I never heard like women be like, "Oh, I need I need to love John Legend." Not saying they they don't say that, but <laughs> it just you know the sex appeal. That's why R and B is 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 what it is because sex appeal. Yeah. So we need some components already. You know what I'm saying? So I hope people get the gist of what we what we consider an R and B, and we'll just go deeper into it, obviously. But you have to have that, and, and that's and that's actually a heavily thing because. That can, that can give you longevity or not. Genuine can perform "Pony" because it's a sexual song. Mm-hmm. That 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 vibe is going to be there all the time. Uh, Tyrese can perform "Sweet Lady" because it's not it's not sexual, but it's sexy. Yeah, you sing it to a woman. Mm-hmm. You calling her "Sweet Lady." You 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 know you 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 uplift her, bigging her up. That's sexy. So all that sex is some. It's in R and B. Which is why I kind of got to exclude some of the seventies artists because there wasn't sexual stuff. It was no, just, it, it was more so. I want my girl back, which is cool. That was a good song, Lenny Williams. I want my, I love you. You know what I'm saying? But this is more sexual, sexy well, song too. I ain't gonna say that because if you listen to some of those old songs and you really pay attention, like they was nasty. Very <laughs> no, 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 very nasty. They were, they were they were real nasty. So the sexy stuff was there, but I don't think they could have been as upfront with it as. It very witty, with, yeah, very witty. You know what I'm saying? They had to cover it up a little bit, but they were some perverts back in the day. Yeah. And, and 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 you gotta you gotta understand like when R and B that for at least about ten maybe ten years it wasn't even R and B because they had that psychedelic era where they were just smoking weed. True, and getting out. Yeah. You got Temptation <laughs> say I'm I'm doing fine on cloud nine. Like they said they high. Yeah, yeah. You know, and right. and, yeah. and people yeah. took it and said, "Yo, this is a banger," and. Now we know what Cloud Nine is, which I don't know why they didn't know back then. <laughs> but everybody had these high records, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with, with that, with that being said, that takes a lot of their record like, for the catalog. You know what I'm saying? Can you think about longevity and all that stuff? The catalog is different. So we named somebody like R. Kelly, sexual from beginning to even now. Regardless if you like it or not, it's there, and those records they go. They good records. They not. They will sell. Yeah. They so good that we ignore some of the stuff for a long time. Even to this day, people still go to his concert. He still sell out shows. That's how great the records are. And even if you don't like the session records from him, he still got other R&B. I mean, he made the, that the step in the name of love. Like he made you. <laughs> he made a he made a song you have to play pretty much at all the cookouts. You don't have to, oh, yeah. but you know it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, guess, it's yeah. inevitable. It's gonna be yeah, played. It's gonna be played. Yeah. And it's sexy though. It's not like. One hop this time. You're going to play that too, but that's not, that's for the kids. When the people start drinking, the wine, that's the wine. That's when it's the wine down. You're going to take your ass home later. So yeah, I'm going to get yeah. behind you, stepping in love, and, you know, it's me That's that R&B. That's yeah. that, it's a mood setting kind of kind of thing. It know? is. Um, it really is. And also, like I said, you got heartbreak. So you got heartbreak by breaking hearts, sexual, um, sexy, um, and just and just telling the story sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Kevin, you got Tevin uh, Campbell. Can we talk? R&B record. It's not so much sexual, but it's like it's something you go through 
with the opposite sex. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, you can put it to a mood, or it can. That's something you can send to a girl, and they like now they get they get what you're saying, and you can't send them like, and they say, huh? Everything okay. is there. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, yeah. that's me. T- I like you. Like, I like you. Also, it's a mood. Like liking somebody. That's that's a mood. You know what I'm saying? Um, Boot up is a great record of that. This era, like. I like you, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I like you a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so when we talk about kings and uh, we didn't even talk about artists yet, I, I want to just kind of break it down and just uh, kind of get that out the way, you know what I'm saying, first. So now we got that kind of layer of what we consider R&B. All right. Uh, what what would you say are some of your favorite R&B artists? Or not, let's say not favorite. Let's say favorite and then we'll do top. Like just with your favorite R&B artists or that you would consider R&B. Um. Okay. So for solo artists, really, Usher was like he was always number one for R and B. It was always Usher. Then it was Tyrese. Then after Tyrese, it would go more so towards uh, like your Jaheems, your Tanks, and I yeah. Okay. So let we do let's do tears. Maybe tears. That right okay. top tier. So yeah. Usher would be top tier. Yeah. Yeah. Usher's top tier. The only other person who can be up there to me with Usher. Is R. Kelly because of how much of an impact it had on on music? R. Kelly, let's talk about that for a second. Um, I, I listen to a podcast. I listen to podcasts all, all, all the time, and one of the things that was mentioned, and you can probably attest to this more than me. They say R. Kelly stole Aaron Hall's style. They say he came with the bow head and the shade. They say Aaron Hall was first. Now I will say this: Aaron Hall's a very sexual guy. He was. Now, I don't know from I don't know from personal experience at all. But Wait, wasn't R. Kelly and Aaron Hall and Guy together? I don't think you probably looking at Aaron Hall thinking of R. Probably, Kelly. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. R. Kelly, I, but, R. Kelly was with public public announcement, something like that. I could have sworn that they started out together. I'm gonna have to check on that. But oh, we probably talking about Teddy Riley. T- Teddy Riley. Nah, I know Teddy Riley. Teddy he Riley. He wrote for Guy. Yeah, he's he's another. That's another dude in his own lane right there. And that's that's some of being discussed. King's R and B. Should the artists even be the kings? Should the person that's, I guess they need to be because they're in the forefront, right? But it's like, you got people like Teddy Riley who wrote Keith Sweat. Yeah. I'm nah. talking about, and not, people, they, they they mention him, obviously. He's not my king, but he's a king. You know what I'm saying? Just not mm. mine. Because I love Keith Sweat. People call me Keith Sweat, I guess, because I got waves and all that stuff. I, I don't like it, but cool. <laughs> um, like, I always feel like it's, underhand, it's an underhand compliment. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you're kind of trying to diss me, but you know, also at the same time, like, oh, but you smooth. Nah, I don't like that. But I loved, um, I like Keith Sweat music. Loved it on my, uh, Make It Last Forever. And I'm not even thinking, I'm not even naming his big song. Those are just, just good songs. And um, Twisted, I love Twisted when I was younger. That was my, that was my video. I'm not going to lie. I used to, I used to, that's my video, man. I ain't going to say my story right now. But um, <laughs> even him. He wrote songs yeah. as well as sang songs. Yeah. Should you get more credit? Should you be more of a king when you write and sing? Like when you do both? Man, if that's the case. Babyface. If that's the case, it would be Babyface is a good one. But if that's the case, Teddy Riley has always been topped off for me in that category. With New Jack Swing be R&B. Too. New Jack Swing, no. No. Um, and that's why I think I'd take him out. Because of New Jack Swing? It's because it's not R&B. So now we, it's a lot of hits we throwing away now. But, we th- yeah. um, what's that song? Uh, what's that song? Um, Let me tell you what that song they got. Now I lay me down to sleep. Yeah, but you forgetting about um, what was that song Teddy Riley did? It was one song I used to love singing it when I was younger. Um, is it a Teddy Riley song or Aaron Hall song? No, it's Black Street. 
Like, no you know, Teddy, no Teddy Riley was like the, uh, he pretty much, he was the backbone yeah, of Yeah, yeah, I know, no. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of their stuff that they put before out. Before I let go? Not before I let go. You see, you seem like you were saying before I let go. I, th- I feel like I feel like you think you Dave Hollis on the low. <laughs> I kind of get that. I get the vibe that you think you go. You think you you yeah, Charles I think I Hollis. Could like, Char- okay. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, all jokes aside, David Hollis to stay in rotation. Though. No, I, no, Dave Hollis. Uh, <laughs> Dave Hollis to stay that, in that's rotation. That's definitely that's mature music. Yeah, that that's is. R and B though. It's yeah. mature music. But uh, it's uh, I think one person that we sleeping on, and if it's writing as well as performing. One person we sleeping on who I would make king of R and B is Neo. No, I I I actually want to get to that because that's he's like a latter part. But I do think ne- when we talk about this era, and I talked about it also mm-hmm. off air with you when we said we were gonna when we gonna do when we I'm waiting to the forty minute mark to kind of touch on that. But okay, he's he's the dude I would replace the third person I said it with. I said Usher, mm-hmm. R Kelly, and then such and such. Cause that, cause of that, cause of that time frame. But I feel like I can replace that that guy with 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 Neo, and I don't think nobody can really argue me down with that. Yeah, but the only the thing about the only thing I got to say about Neo is like before Neo came out, he had been writing for a lot of artists. He was a ghostwriter. Yeah, for I know a that. Long yeah, time, I know, yeah. You know, so but also with Neo, it's, it's but to me, and that's I do you need to show diversity because Neo is all sexual. To me, when I would say that, Miss Independent, sexy song. Great R and B record, sexy song. Anytime you're bigging up a woman in a in an attraction way, it's sexy. I like your high heels. I like I like you look nice today. Those are sexy compliments. That's not something you're saying to your grandma. You know what I'm saying? You might, yeah. but you don't mean in a sexy way. Yeah, okay. But Miss Independent, you know, I love it because she got her own. Like those are those are those are records that's like and he then he went pop too. He had an E D record, it didn't work for him, but cool. But so sick of love like that's that's a R&B record you know what I'm saying put just a mood yeah she left you just realizing that now you mad that's that's a mood you know what I'm saying then you, now you sing uh, Lenny Wood because I love you later on you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's like those are moods but that's not continue that's wait that's wait we can wait um, right. so you, okay so the New Jacks the New Jack Swing which is, I would say about the 88 to like 94 mark maybe yeah, that was early 90s definitely New Jack City yeah. they were heavily in that um, they had the song um What's this? What's what the uh, wait? What he said? I'm a what, what was that song he had? Damn, I can't think of the name. But it was it was an Aaron Hall song, um, but it was about pretty much, you know, uh, the first time he was gonna take his time, whatever it can be. I don't know. I forgot how it go. But it's like it's a it's a fast paced song. I'm gonna do it. Dang. I'm gonna do it. I think I don't know. I forgot, I forgot how it go. But they played it on the um, juice. It was on a juice soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the regardless of the fact. More so up upbeat, but still sexual songs though. But it's, it was a certain swing with it. So I feel like even with that, I would put that more so in the New Jack Swing era rather than R&B because it's an era. You know what I'm saying? It was an era, yeah. So I would put that in that era, and now that also leaves me with more art, like less art to choose from now. Yeah. No disrespect, Teddy Riley or Aaron Hall, great singers. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Hall, I like. He's just he's a dope artist. I me, mean, I like that he got great voice. But I do feel like R. Kelly kind of took took that and made it more R and B and said and took it to the next level. R. R. Kelly gave us these crazy songs. He gave us the sexual. And then every three is he hit I believe I can fly. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Matt. Can you imagine that playlist? Like you playing by having the the sex by the by by the biscuits and butter rolls. And then I believe I can fly. Come, you know what I'm saying? Like he gave us so much great music though. I believe I can fly. Came out when R. Kelly was in trouble. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Was uh, that the Leah thing? If I remember correctly, 
I don't think it was a Aaliyah thing. I think it's something else that came out after that. I mean, the stuff that you hear about R. Kelly with women has been happening ever since he came out. It started with Aaliyah. But that's a good, you know that's a good point. You I, know, it, it's been happening for a long time. So, but um, I was young in that era, and I know R. Kelly was in some legal battle. I can't remember what. I'm going to have to look it up. But he was in some legal battle, and he brings out, I believe I can fly. Next thing you know, he walking away. He probably flew away. He probably flew away. Um, but the good, you got a good point. R&B artists, my my king R&B. Mm-hmm. They, they, you can't, you can't be squeaky clean. You have to have some kind of chink on your armor. And you want to say that because confession to my usher, confession, confession is not great. Yeah. It's only great because he confessing to some fucked up shit he did. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but and that's you know what's crazy about that, right? He he. I don't know how true a story was or anything, but he confessed to some fucked up shit he did, and then. Like went phew, skyrocketed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Different telling the truth. Yeah, I don't know if he was trying to get to tell the truth, but that's not gonna happen all the time, obviously. But because it don't always work like that, you know what I'm saying? But it's a chink. It was a chink. They're like, oh wow, this innocent kid is not innocent like we thought he was from the young sweet Usher days. He got his catalog is just amazing and crazy, but longevity is something I, I want to say. We talk about these groups and stuff like that, but who? Dominating for a, a period of time is also important to me when it comes to me picking you for the king of R and B. R. Kelly, I'm gonna just say '90s was his. Like '90s was his. You had the Tyrese's that came in. You had Usher started in the '90s. Those yeah. are guys that worked their way up and, and and did things. Don't get me wrong. But remember, while Sweet Lady was out, uh, R. Kelly was still having. He still he had songs like uh, when the woman's fed up. Uh, if I could turn the hands of time, yeah. I, I I got a good memory. So I'm it's on top of my head. I was in yeah. I was in uh, summer summer program. I remember, sweet lady coming out that 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 week, but that year that summer, but also having that come out. Case, happily ever after came out Case that same. So we talking about to my competition. R. Kelly had amazing. You got Case. Um, you got we, we even think about uh D'Angelo. These are all all art that made these crazy big songs, and R. Kelly was able to. Withstand all of that and still put out his great hits. Twelve play, twelve play two, which was two thousand. So it's still, but you get you get the drift. You get my my gist. Like yeah, he put out great. And his, let me tell you that story real quick. If you got a story to tell, just tell it because that that kind of give it more context too. Okay. Uh, I the song um you know that song he got um I can't I can't sleep without you in my life something like that. Yeah. Back in the days, you know, we didn't have on demand videos. So we had a, my house had a VCR, and my mother she played a VCR and they would hook it to the TV somehow. We had a big stereo system. I don't know what my father's into, but we had nice, a lot of nice things. When we lived there, so um, I would I didn't, I didn't know how she was knowing, but like I would rewind that song every time it stopped. I would just go rewind it and go back. And I guess she would get mad and maybe she wanted to listen to you know when you're young you got one song you like you like that one song yeah. that's it. Yeah. I guess she wanted to listen to the whole tape. I love that song so much, but look think about it now. I liked it, but it also it's a mood. You lose your girl. That's R and B. It's yeah. blues. I can't sleep. That's crazy though. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, she walk away, you just let her walk. But that, that's crazy. But that's R and B for you. Um, I, I I just say to say that's not even his greatest song. But that's a big move. You know what I'm saying? You remind me of my Jeep. Um, I'm, I'm I'm saying I love my car so much. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My Jeep, my, my, my everything. Yeah, that, yeah. You remind that me of that. Crazy you know? Song. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But baby, you remind that me of that. Crazy song. You know, uh, you remind me of my car note. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I hate painting, but hey, you know, it was all good. Um, so R. Kelly, like to me, like he, he, he regardless of the nasty things he did, and and that's my 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 point 
uh, they said Robbie Brown was the king R&B at some I don't know how true that was. I, me personally, I think the catalog is too small. That's just me. But I think I got a valid point. But, but I don't know if I want to label somebody who was in a group the king. You know well, he saying? wasn't in a group at the time. No, well, no, he, on, but, he had Roni. He kinda, he don't kinda, be cruel. He kind of started with you. out in a group. And R. Kelly, I mean, what am I saying? Bobby Brown was dope. Bobby Brown was dope. You but, say he did dope. <laughs> he did. I just ain't ever considered Bobby Brown to be the king of anything. You know, somebody said the, the Joe Bunn podcast. They was like, "How you can't be the king of R&B unless you have sniff coke." That was, <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking. And I was I was talking to somebody about it earlier. I'm like, "Yo, that's to, not not that's a, that's a good take. I ain't saying you have to, but I saw a think about R&B artists that may have may have done coke. Bobby Brown' best there. music probably came from when he was him doing a little, you know, dipping <laughs> and dabbing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. R. Kelly, his vice was a little different. He, his vice was, I hate to say it, but young women. I don't know. I don't know if I want him to keep doing that. I don't think I need the songs that much that I want to violate young women, but everybody got a vice. Let's, say, let's just say, let's say that vice. Yeah. Okay. And I do feel like to be the king of R&B, you got to have some kind of, nobody's going to be squeaky clean. No king is squeaky no. clean. Every queen, every king got wounds, scars. So you have to be, you have to have some kind of chinks. On your armor, you can't be forty and old. Then you're gonna be a king. That's not like get forty. Don't they get forty flag for that? My Holly's a king because you seen him go down, seen him bounce back. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you need to lose a fight. You have to lose. If you, if you don't lose, hey, that's cool for you. But you definitely have some battles. You can't, just, you can't just have rhythm. You gotta have the blues too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, yeah, R. Kelly, he definitely topped that, especially when he. Uh, I think that was late '90s when he started teaming up with. Uh, I can't believe I can't. Ron Osley. Oh, Ron Osley. Yeah. That's not, and, uh, Q, Bamani um, from Half Hour Black Power. Q, you know Q. He was saying that um, Ron Osley was the king of R&B. And I said, he probably the king of smooth. He's a smooth-ass singer. Like, I never, I, he's, and I, listen to Lily Williams. Yeah. Ron Osley, he got some smooth-ass ad-libs, man. Like, you listen to him, I feel like if you pour in a drink and you listen to his song, it'll just pour the whole time until the song goes away. Yeah. That's how smooth he is. You ever seen him chocolate uh, commercial yeah. with Yoo-Hoo and that rich chocolate going to the cup? Yeah. He's that that's, smooth. That's Ron Osley. Okay. But he's uh, not the king of R&B. I, I never know. heard a girl say, oh my God, I love Ron Osley. Let me throw pennies at him. He might have had it. I don't know, but... Listen, I don't know when I when I look at an artist, I think about exactly where they started from. Like I ain't gonna stay on this long, but even Ron Osley, Ron Osley started out in the group. I mean, it's the brother. You know what I'm saying? And he started out. Ron Osley started out being he was funk. Like you had that whole funk era. I don't consider funk R and B. That's what you say. Everybody was getting high. That's not. That's not R and B. It was a completely different era then. Between the sheets, that's a smooth ass record, man. I ain't saying it wasn't. Um. Yeah, that's a smooth. That's a smooth guy. Now I think yeah. about it. I think about his catalog now. That shit is very smooth. Uh, he came in my king. He went to he went to jail for taxes. So um, <laughs> he didn't make enough. No, 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 I'm just saying he just he messed up somewhere down the line. So it's just that excludes him to me. Um, not for taxes though, but I mean that that excludes him. So, but I do feel like they teamed up. I like when they teamed up together. And he can't keep his girl. He can't be the king of R&B. You, I mean, this girl keep messing with other dudes. Like <laughs> the, the, you're not the king, bro. Like. That's why R. Kelly might be the king because it's always R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they make great music together, great R&B music together. And that's R&B for you too. It's always relationship based. And him having a song with R. Kelly where Down Low came from a bit, uh, Contagious. Oh, <laughs> Contagious was crazy. I, I was down here that summer. I stayed that. I stayed the summer day. I was very young. I was like 12 or 11, something like that. And that song came out. And that's why I like to talk about Usher because that song came out. You know that summer? Mm-hmm. I could be. Y'all could fact check it if y'all want to. I remember that summer verbatim. 
You had Alicia Keys falling. She had just came out on fire. Jimmy Cozier, um, she's all I got. It was a fire record back then. You might not remember it, but fire record back then. Um, Usher, you remind me. Fire. Um, Destiny Child was out. It was, only, it was, it was bootylicious, but still, Destiny Child yeah, was out. Yeah. Then Contagious. It's like you had these songs, Jacket Edge with a party. You had these crazy, all these R&B songs where the competition was just crazy. The radio was good to listen, good to, listen to back then because you knew it was going to be a banger because that's that now everybody can put music out, so it's kind of different now. Before, yeah. you had to... You had a time slot. You had a fourth quarter was, your, was, your, was, was the main quarter. Yeah, exactly. Summertime was like, let's get it right for summer and we're going to put it out in December. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was everything was kind of time-based. And and I say, like, to me, that that also gives you points, more points to me, your competition, which is why it's so hard to talk about a current king because, to me, the competition level is just, it's not saying no good R&B is out, but it's not as great as it used to be. The music is good, but the competition, I'm saying, is I, I don't, I don't, I feel like you hear the same artist everywhere, every time. It's Trey Songs, maybe Chris Brown, The Weeknd. I, I mean, I like some other artists that's not as big yet, but I, there's no point naming them. They're not as big. True. You know what I'm saying? True. You got, you got the usual suspects. When back then, D'Angelo wasn't a usual suspect, but he came out of nowhere with Brown Sugar, and then how do, you, how does it feel? You're like, whoa, you got two. How'd you get that? You know what I'm saying? Then Lauren Hill doesn't matter. Nothing even matters. Donnell Jones. Am I expecting Donnell Jones to come with where I want to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was a record. That yeah, was a record. Was. That's, <laughs> a, that, that's a record to this day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a move. That's a move you feel like, yo, I'm, I've been with you for a long time. Damn, like, what I want to do? I, I need a, I need some new, I need some other, I need some new vagina. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but that's all he was saying, really. That's you know all he said, though. It worked. Though. But wait for me. It worked. You know what I'm saying? Um, but those are moves. You know what I'm saying? Those are and those are moves that men have. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I say that to say like. I'm naming artists that, that was out and had great songs, but we're not going to label them kings. But just to say that, that's how great R. Kelly ushering them was in that era because of, I'm naming, where I want to be is a top record, a top R&B record. It is. Uh, Dave Hollister, um, uh, one, one Woman Man, top record. Um, I, don't know if you know, I don't know if you remember Glenn Lewis. He had that song, Don't You Forget It. It's a big record for back then. Yeah. Craig David, he who where, where the hell did he go? I don't know, but he had that song, uh, that Monday through Friday song. I can't can you fill me in? Some shit like that. And um it was a big record. Um it's a lot of big records, I'm saying. Like that was just I, I love R and B, so I, I know all of, I just know all about it. And it's artists that's not even around, but had these crazy songs. So you got you gotta compete with that as R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Avant. They were trying to get R. Kelly the fuck up out of here for Avant, but they were saying Avant was R. Kelly. They was. They thought Avant was going to take him, but nah, he ain't taking they, 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 they paired him up with Kiki Wyatt. See, it was R. Kelly's work ethic. And aside from all the ridiculous stuff he did, it was R. Kelly's work ethic. You hear artists talk about working with him, and they say R. Kelly pretty much lived in the studio. You know what I'm saying? He stayed in there until he got it right, and that's... That's the only thing that made me admire him over anybody else for that time in that in the nineties because of his work ethic. It was ridiculous. He probably still sitting on songs now from twenty, thirty years ago. I ain't gonna say thirty, twenty years ago that we haven't heard yet. You know. But that was it. He worked. R. Kelly mastered his craft and he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Drove people crazy in the process. I I gained a lot of respect for him when I saw some of the stuff that he actually did and Hear other artists talk about this guy and say, "Yo, this dude is just crazy. He's always working. He's never stopping. He's never sleeping." Yeah, you you got to get somebody their credit in it uh, to be the king for that because it's not too many artists that have done that or do that now. You know? And so, okay, so now we can kind of touch on like just the the king um, 
I guess you could say not even nominees, but you know, um, you gotta say nominees. So who would you like? What are some people you would nominate as king? Uh, what would be your kings? And I, I'm saying this, we can narrow it down to one, or we just you can have your king, I have mine, whatever. Of where we consider king, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Prince. Do we consider those people R and B? No. Michael I think Michael's Jackson king is of pop. pop. Yeah, Michael Jackson's pop. Prince, as great as he is, he was he's he's in his own world. You yeah, know? he's in his own world. Yeah, he's in his own world. So, no, nah, I wouldn't label them kings, but honestly, like to me, I don't think R&B really started until the 90s. You know what I'm saying? I understand everything before then, but it was the 90s when R&B really made a name and got a label R&B. I just feel like know? 90s gave gave more rhythm. So, it's like, you need. I think you need a balance of both. I feel like, and maybe, I think 80s had some R&B, but you think about the 70s, um, a lot of blues, not so much rhythm, mm-hmm. or a lot of rhythm, not so much blues. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a balanced scale. You got a few songs that's balanced, but that's why them songs stand out so much. But it, um, it also, personally to me, it also goes on if you're listening to what the radio plays or the whole album. Right, you right, know right, what I'm right, right. Like if you listen to what the radio plays, then. Yeah, uh, in the 90s, it was a whole lot of rhythm. But when you start, like me, that's always been me. If I can't listen to your whole album, I'm not going to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's that's how I've always been. So the artists like, who I would say that, that's really R. Kelly for the 90s, Usher for the 2000s, and I got to give an honorable mention to uh, Tyrese. And the only reason why Tyrese, his reign wasn't that long, but... When he came along, he started bringing, he started bringing like the blues and had that little soul touch with right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big Tyrese fan, so I mean, I can't, I can't knock that. Um, I do, I, I do think, to me, I like. Well, well, I don't know what album was with Tyrese, but I know it was the one where he, um, how you gonna act like that? That album was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and that album it actually came out around the time Usher was popping still. Like he, he was able to set himself apart still. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I like that album. Um, he has songs on there like um, you know the the signs of love making. Um, how do you, how you how you gonna like that? I must be crazy, which is my favorite record on the on the album. Um, he got a few, he got a few joints on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that was that was great. <clears throat> um, so okay, but I want to I want to just touch on why, why we not gonna turn people out. So my eyes, like I said to me, very smooth. Maybe King of Smooth, but not King R and B. Luther Vandross, he he treads a a, a a line. It's just so crazy, but also. Not no disrespect to Luther Vandross, but I just like I said, I couldn't make him my king, not knowing whether he was he was gay or not, and not because I got something against gay people, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, for me, the the, the king title, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not saying a king can't be gay. Maybe I I don't know any, but maybe they can. I don't know. Um, just couldn't be mine, so I wouldn't put him in there. But I like his music. Stevie Wonder, love his music. Great artist. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Barry White. Barry White, great, nice voice. Yeah, yeah, real um, nice voice. You had, uh, now back in there, you had, also who was in that era, you had Jeffrey Osborne. Now, for some reason, a lot of people don't know this, but back in that era with Luther and everything, for some reason, like, I would sit with my mom all the time, like, they listen to Luther, they listen to Barry White, they listen to all these other artists, Curtis Mayfield, but for some reason, when Jeffrey Osborne came on, they just went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Especially with that. I'm going to have to look. I know who he is. I'm going to have to look into more into music yeah, he, a little more. He, uh, I mean, it was really one song, though. He had that song, Can You Woo Woo Woo? 
You know what I'm saying? Say, say that one more time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, because it's a, it's a crazy song, but like they, my mom would put on Jeffrey Osborne, and I don't know. I'm just glad she was single at that time, because ain't no telling what she would have did if a dude was there and she was listening to it. That's kind of wild. <laughs> you know it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy take. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I mean, just from that era, but... Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. You still, I still can't consider them R&B because... He made sexual healing. He, he made, made sexual healing. He had, Al Green. He had some sexy songs. All of them had sexy songs, but they brought a whole lot more. So you you going to consider Al Green R&B? I don't consider none of them R&B. He had Let's Stay Together. That's, that's, that's kind of... Kind of R and B ish. Let's stay together. Like I said, to me, and I don't know why, but maybe that's just me. That was when rhythm and blues was a thing, but that was just like that I, was just I, back I, in I there. agree. I do. I, I just feel like I feel like it's certain songs that do have that okay balance. Let's stay together is a good. It's a great record. He got a few that's that's pretty okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got grist on him. They don't get him R and B to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what he did, but he did something he shouldn't have been doing. It don't get no R and B in that man. That's that's he got that's, both. I, I I give you that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but I like him as R. But like I said, he went to gospel, so that's cool. Maybe he he probably want to be King R B anyway, so that's fine. Um, not that he would be it, but voice girls love and that's at a to me the seventy like he kind of ran it because the girls loved him. I all of I all of all of Redding was wasn't really attractive. They might like him back then, but he wasn't like <laughs> people looking at him now like oh Al Green. People still looking like yo I like Al Green. Da da da. Smoke Robinson. Like Smoke Robinson, it was a few artists that people, like women just liked. You know, I, I feel like that's a, that's a key component because you can't be the king. Like you, the king in, in the old movies that we seen, they don't be having, they don't be like they, it be a certain physique. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. cause that's what is the sex symbol kind of thing. That sex symbol thing is got to be there too, which is why I kind of like people might not say Neo because he he's never really been a sex symbol. And much stuff about sex. They've been that sex symbol. Yeah, I gotta be honest. When I first, when he first came out, I thought he was gay. A lot of people like, do and, and yeah. did and still do. Um, I don't know. I can't. I, I thought. I. I. I yeah, because like he wore lipstick sometimes. I don't know, but I mean, the, the music is great. So if he is cool, um, I don't have no. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I have no dealings with that, but. No, the music keep coming great. I mean, you know, just keep yeah, it under wraps, yeah. or whatever. I mean, he wrote for a lot of women though. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I think that had a lot to play with it too. He wrote for a lot of women. But, um, I think like what popped up in my head is that we forgot about somebody else who did a lot for R and B as well, which was Babyface. No, we may, I mentioned, but we kind of skipped over. Him. But let's you go to Babyface. Babyface. Somebody told me yesterday. I was, I was at five twenty twenty five twenty radio yesterday, and I was interviewing people. And we talked about that at first. Cause I, was, mm-hmm. I brought it up, and they're like, "Nah, you got to put Babyface in there." And Women did love Babyface. He had everything. He had all of it. He wrote songs. Yeah. He sung songs. But I, I also feel like he just it was like a stepping stone. Like we need Babyface in order to get your R. Kelly's, your your JDs who write good R and B records. Just get your great writers. And yeah. to, he set a uh, he set a precedent of what of what R and B really was. So I would give I would give him credit as a a, a founder of R and B like. Of the new age R and B we talking about, he's a great founder. But if I have to go with Babyface over Keith Sweat, women love Keith Sweat like that. They just he, he cried all day well, long. Well, I, I, see, I'm not. I guess you you basing it off a, off a sound. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking about the components. Like yeah. he got some, okay. So you don't think a Keith Sweat song will work for you if you was trying to talk to a girl? You you don't think it'll work? 
I don't think it'll work for me because because I can't listen you to it. You might be young. Oh, that's probably not good. Yeah. That's probably not a great record to, to be singing right now. Nah, he got some joints, bro. I don't know. I, I'm, I can't. Not, I'm not saying he don't, but like if I'm trying to set the mood, I'm trying to set the mood for myself as well. I always thought he couldn't so. sing it to be honest until I heard that song. Like I was like, he might can't sing because he got some he got some joints. But um, he wrote "Just Got Paid." Friday night. I mean, yeah. that's that's rhythm. That that's blues rhythm. too. You know, yeah. you get paid, you ready to splurge. You know what? <laughs> that? You know what I'm saying? Like you ready yeah. to just do your thing. That's it's all kind of you know. But I, I I get it. Neither one of my king, but I do feel like those people you have to pay homage to. But I feel like we need those. Even the Ron Osley, even the Luther Vandross, even the Al Greens, Otis Reddins, even from Sam Cooke, Jane Brown. We need those to get the people that we have. You know, um, I said to say. My three picks obviously were R. Kelly, Usher, Chris Brown. I said I could, I would mind swapping Chris Brown with Neil based off of content, songs that I like, R&B that I like, sexual songs in that, in that realm. It's only when I get to the uh, sexual appeal, women like, like to, to women, mm-hmm. is where I'm like, okay, damn, Chris, Chris Brown, Brown, I need to go there over, yeah. over him. I don't. I, I'm not. I say I'm not even knocking the, the your, your your three the uh, the R Kelly Usher Tyrese. I'm a big Tyrese fan. I just don't know if when you talk King, did he ever run an era for a, a long that period of time? Like I think he had he had a, he had a summer that year. Like yeah. that was I would say that maybe his year. I don't know if he was over anybody, but I feel like he he held his own. I when that came out, you got to think when that that came out. I want to say I was in seventh grade, maybe. At seventh, maybe sixth grade, seventh grade. I would say we'll say seventh, maybe sixth, seventh grade. It came around the same time as um, same time as a uh, Bay Boy, right? So yeah, two thousand one. Baby you know? Boy play, had a major impact on. Usher his had eighty seven on one, so Usher yeah. had you got it bad. You remind me. Tyrese was always like that counter for Usher. You know what I'm saying? To what? me, to me, that's how I felt because you got Usher, and I'm a, I'm gonna go here. You got Usher. You know, kind of light skin, wavy hair, blah blah blah. This is his pretty boy's height. He light skin to you? He you was. So? I thought he was well, he, back he, then. He lighted in Tyrese, so yeah. Yeah, he, he lighted in Tyrese yeah. exactly. So you got Usher who got this pretty boy type, then you got Tyrese who I don't care. There's a lot of fellas who can sit up here and admit this too. This was the only dude that you would see singing and would still respect that he was like he had this whole street persona. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tyrese just came with more. Tyrese came with like more of the blues to me. Whereas Usher had the rhythm and they were just like always in competition with each other. I think Tyrese kept Usher on his toes because he was chasing him down for a while. But you, you know, know, I what I attribute to that when it comes to music, um, being able to have something over somebody too, age, uh, stuff you go through, maturity in music, you know. Uh Tyrese wasn't able to come out with the same kind of music Usher came out with. Like Usher came out with You Make Me Wanna the one I'm with. That's a young kind of record. Like, yeah. He was young anyway, so it mm-hmm. gave it a young vibe. Tyrese came out with Sweet Lady. You want to look at him young. He was on, yo, I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, uh, it's a grown record. It's not, a, it could be the same age. That's a grown record. Yeah. Almost like, I hate to bring up women when it comes to, when I'm speaking about R&B, but almost like Monica and Brandy. I'm a big Brandy fan, but to me, Monica sung more grown, more grown music than Brandy did at the time. Brandy was sitting in her room Monica was like, "Don't take it personal." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. Monica, uh, it just uh, before I before I let you out, my, before you uh, before um before you walk in my life, that's a grown record. Brandy had, "I want to be down." That's high school. I want I want to be down with you. You know what I'm saying? I want I want I want to listen. It's it's two different vibes. You know what I'm saying? 
and they kept telling toes too. So I say that just to kind of make that reference to Usher and, and, and Tyrese. Yeah. Um, if it, like I said, conversation wise, I do think it was always there. Even back then, the music was so good that we didn't care who it came from because Tyrese had second quarter, Usher had third quarter, Jaheen had first. It yeah. was like it don't matter. We getting great music regardless. Yeah, as long as we got. So we didn't even music, see it yeah. that way at the time. Yeah. Usher happened. To, Usher happened to sustain it every year. He was a known to come out. Tyrese went to movies and just. It is staying there. It's kind of like you said, though, but Usher was more of a complete package. You know what I'm saying? Sex appeal. Sex appeal. Uh, album sales. Album sales. Entertain. And could a, dance. A hell of an entertainer, man. I think Take a shirt what, off. I, mean, it's just, I think that's what know. put Usher up there because, you know, for a while they started comparing Usher to Michael Jackson. Because uh, yeah. it, was, it was for a brief moment when Usher like, hit the peak of his career to where they were just, uh, they say Usher's like, they pretty much said Usher can be Michael Jackson and. That's the only thing that I give Usher that put him at number one for me is because he was really the whole package. Chris Brown came along and started stealing his thunder. And even in that battle with him and Chris Brown, I feel like Usher held his own and he went out like a champ. Um, I mean, I wasn't going, I'm not going to do it for a long period of time, but just to kind of give clarity of like Usher and just longevity, I did want to play like a few songs. Not, not fully. Just, a, just a couple. Um, I don't know if people even remember some of these songs about to play, but um, so you got uh, this song. You got "Think of You," which is like '94. So we, we talking about '94, like yes, years ago, years ago, two, over two decades ago. This was a big record to me. I, I know it. I don't know if you know, but you know, if, if anybody know, know, know music or you're a big Usher fan, you know this song. But then he also gave us other joints, nice and slow. I mean, these are move records. These are records when I was 2008, maybe going on a date, like I'm playing this. This might be the one to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. to create that awkward, awkward, awkward yeah, silence I need to, to you know, get, get that, get that move. So. Say that, but then he also got uh, records that got blue, so I think you got it bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not sure the significance of but he had niggas dancing in the rain. For real. <laughs> and they forced him. Like, you know, my forces for us back then? That was a thing. Like, mm-hmm. Niggas was really out there, like, touching it. That's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I still think they don't hype to the dance, but it was cool, you know? Might be on the dog tag chain. This song had everybody want to be in love with somebody. It ain't <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Fun fact, not a fun fact, but I was not because like, uh, the girl kind of did me dirty. But I was young, when you feel it in your and body, bro, somebody, uh, you know the song he said, "Look at your mate and help." Like I was on, like, then we was doing tour. That's how, that's how I dated it, right? Yeah. Tour. You know, me, and my, my girl at the time and her friend, and they like singing, singing, singing. I guess the the, the lyric they put was like, "Look at Jermaine and help him sing my song." You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I like the song, obviously. But yeah, F her and she, she kind of did me dirty. <laughs> anyway. uh <laughs> You got throwback. You got like it's just he has so many records that, and he's not even his best. I'm just playing. Uh, I want. I'm trying to do a time span. This is a great record. Blues. I want you back. This is confession. I mean, he cheated. He had baby on. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to play burn, but you got confession. That's that beat right there. You ready to tell the truth on some shit? You know what I'm saying? Um, she opened the door. I didn't want to come in. That's a that's a move. You you messed up. Yeah, I gotta meet up for the talk. Yeah. You don't wanna go in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what was on in there? Uh, these all the same, like it's just year after year. 
big record, big record. Took a break. Loving this club. Um, I ain't gonna play this song, but Trading Places, another sexual song. Um, women love that. Let me be in control. All right, go ahead. Don't, 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 don't get mad when it don't, it don't last a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. Um, and then he had like even records like later on in his career, like where it's like his almost 20 years. It's almost 20 years in, right? It's 2010, probably. It's like 16 years in a game, longevity, still on the radio a lot, still having some of the top R&B records. Um, no big crazy cases like getting you off, getting you know what I'm saying, like didn't beat nobody up. You know what I'm saying, like no, not just Chris Brown, just just saying. It's like. When I when I think about it, and I think about him, it's like King. You got to have character. It's also so that even though you have chinks in your armor, the character is still there. So by Brown, chinks still had character. You, you watch the movie, you still could like him, knowing that he didn't do a lot of things that he probably was accused of doing. Yeah. But never did he come out and say, on, on he could have easily. Oh, I ain't put I ain't put her on crack. She put me on crack. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. oh no, she was. Smoke cold far meta, you know what I'm saying? He never came out and said these things. This is just things people assume that he did because he was a bad boy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Character. I like that. He didn't he could have bashed her and just put it out there. He didn't never did it. You know what I'm saying? The movie is the movie, but this is he not it's like it's not changing anything now, you know what I'm saying? Um I said to say, I'll say R. Kelly's always gonna be he's, 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 he he would be the king. Yeah. But when it comes to the king, you just have to you have to have certain guidelines, certain limits, certain it's a it's a criteria you gotta fit. It can't just be music alone. Music alone, nobody touching R. Kelly. That catalog is just ridiculous. You could pick one album probably and have a better catalog than a lot of people. Just one album. Sure. That's true. As a, better than a compilation of others. Look at Usher. One thing I say about Usher, he may, I'm not sure if every album is classic. Confessions is definitely a classic. 8701, I like it. I like it. Um, even after that, I, I can't say none of the albums are classic albums, but he got great songs on them records. I do, I do like to make like let my artists that I like or that I'm picking have great albums. Like yeah. I think that's a big thing. Definitely, they and definitely that's why R. Kelly. Album. Yeah, the albums is great. It's not just songs. Like it's how I put together. Twelve Play Two. If you press, if you press skip, you might get arrested. It's illegal to press. <laughs> no, it's illegal to press skip on, on Twelve no, Play you're Two. You're right. You're right. You're it's right. illegal. On eighty seven on one too though. I can't he, he see. Got, even that what's that double C put out that that when he had same girl and all that stuff. That out that oh, album was yeah. great. I liked it. He that had the jungle great. sounds. That shit was that shit was banana. <laughs> I liked it. And Neo came out that and I mean he competed with Neo. That's why I say King, like this is my that came out in ninety. Competing with the new King that's writing all the music now, all the sexual stuff. And he's competing with that. You know? Um this is a king these people are comparing you to people. Nobody be saying I mean, I mean, I had a hot take earlier about the mm-hmm. R. Kelly, uh, yeah. Aaron Hall thing, but we're not comparing them. We just saying he took a style, cool. Nobody's saying, oh, R. Kelly's the new, new this person. It's no new. It's no R. Kelly. He is the. That's the precedent. It's the only one. Of mine, they say he's like R. Kelly. I don't know why, but they did. I, I, don't, I don't know where it came from. I never understand that either. I, I don't know what it was. But he, he, is he from Chicago or something? <laughs> like, I, I, I honestly don't know. He didn't have a ball head. I don't know. Maybe he looked like he did look like R. Kelly, little cousin, a little bit. Hey, you know I don't know. You know, my favorite. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, but you know that 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 I like Avant music. Don't get me wrong. He Avant was out like in Ty Reese's numbers out. Like he had great records too. I don't had a great album, but he had great records. Um, Read your mind. You know, uh, don't say no. Just say yes. Like he got some sexual songs too. 
Regia, I said Regia Mine already, but you know, uh, and if and you know, what Kiki White, the songs he had, those all those are great songs. So I said to say, R and B competition was never steep. So when the new age people are saying, no disrespect to new age people, when they saying that I'm the king R and B, that's cool. But who are you competing with? Like who are you going against? Like what makes you the king? Because Chris Brown, he got songs out, but he's not like the the, the R and B goat right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's so many different artists. I think this might be the only era where I, I don't think nobody's dominating nothing. Well, that's too much out there. And I think, yeah. and, I, and that's, and that's something that I can't, I can't blame. I can't fault R. Kelly because he was in an era where it wasn't music wasn't coming out that much. His music was, you know. Yeah. It's just now everybody can get a soundcloud, everybody can put an album out, everybody can do that, and that's fine. I I like that because I like I like it, but that also tells me that so can the next person. Yeah. So that means you have to work harder. Like, mm-hmm. like I can't have to work hard because I, back then I was working for five, almost three, four years, and then nineties maybe two years. You had two years span. Now it's you got you six bring, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bring something out. Everything. Chris yeah. Brown put a forty track album out. Niggas like we had new Chris Brown. Nigga, he set you for three years. You should be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, you know, you, you didn't go go. You wasn't going again to about six, seven years. You know what I'm saying? You had to find a new group to get in. Or you know, or, or get in a group. If you were solo, you got to get in a group. Now, the times is different. Um, there's no difference. Jack, I'm a big Jacquees fan, so there's no difference. Jacquees, I, I like what he did as far as having people bite the bait and having this had discussion because we didn't, we didn't have discussion. True. We just it's over the hour. We've been over the hour. We talking about music only, and we still ain't even came who the came. We just said name. We just yeah, kind of throwing names. Name. Yeah. Um, but our King R and B talk. You have to have these talk. You have to have these people in there, and. We even name. I don't do groups like that, but even even with groups, it's kind of hard. You got boys and men. Everybody got different sound. Boys yeah. and men, Jodeci, Jagged Edge, One Twelve, New Edition, High Five, um, which is not the group all time, but they had a hit record. I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Um, even that, that 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 starts R and B, Kissing yeah, Game. That starts R and B, Candy Rain. What was that? Soul for real. Soul for real. Yeah. You also had um, Bell Bill DeVoe who set the way too. I like I like you know I like them. BBD. Yeah, they were they were real good. They were real good in the beginning. I mean, it's a lot out there. Silk. If you talk H-Town. about groups, that's a <laughs> shot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for a while. When you talk about King R and B, and and I say shot because they only had a few records, obviously, but yeah. it's just the the greatness of the records. Yeah. So the competition level, getting a song, anybody can get the song. Who's singing better? Who going like? And that's why people like Usher have longevity because Jaheim for a minute not saying nothing wrong with him he just wasn't getting songs Kids Cole right now niggas not writing her the best songs but at one point if you're the top, top artist you're getting the best songs first Babyface I need you to come in JD I need you to come like you're getting the great artists to be able to sustain that all through your career is hard because Jaheim got it for a little while like this song I played the song uh, Anything with Next at the end of it mm-hmm. I love the song I don't know why Next was on the song. They only had that little, the, the chorus. That tells me that was the next song. They gave it to him. He was that popping. He was hot. It's like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if Next on that song, it wouldn't have been that big. But Jaheen was popping at the time. It made sense. So even that, the politics, like I said, we talked earlier, good side of politics, bad side of politics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be on a good side of politics for that long, you got to be a king, man. You got to be, but Usher had a pretty good work record, too. Like I said, for some reason, that matters to me. Um... Like Usher would probably drop like thirty songs and put like ten to twelve of them on the track. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he took a lot of time to invest in his craft, even if he didn't write all his music. You know what I'm saying? He he just he really invested into it to make sure that he put his best foot forward every single time. 
You know, so and with Usher too, even though he went pop, he hasn't. He did. I'm not going to say say he didn't. He had eating records. You got me like, oh my god, I don't want to hear that <laughs> shit from Usher. I'm be, I, that's not my Usher, well, but I, I don't mind it because it was so. He put out so much R&B first. I was okay with that. He gave us two. He gave 8701 and Confessions back to back. Artists don't do that. Like you might get no. a classic in the beginning. Might get a, a you know might get a follow up the third album. This is. This is this is prime Usher back to back. Yeah, he grew up with Confessions. I think that's why he lasted so long because you can just a lot of people but that's grew hard up to with do. Usher. Yeah, but you know how yeah. hard it is to grow like to grow through music. Yeah, look at Bow Wow. <laughs> this nigga, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like who? <laughs> Little Mama. Now, nah, but now nah, like, you, you, you look at it like it's Michael Jackson did it, which is why he's a king. Like. Everybody can't do it. It's a lot of people that they had younger, not younger group, but they had little kids that was around the town. Mm-hmm. So for real, couldn't do it. High five, couldn't do it. It's groups that just can't. They can't do it. They can't be, uh, you know, singers at a young age and, and they grow. Mm-hmm. Like just, yeah. I just, it just don't happen. I don't know why. Sam, it's, they had a bunch of little kids that tried to sing. It just they didn't, they didn't pop off. But if you got it, you got it. That's why Usher. I'm not saying I'm not saying to me, but like he was chubby in the first he first came. I don't know if you remember. He was look him up. He was chubby. He wasn't Usher. No. He, had a, he, he worked hard. He had a, <laughs> niggas didn't know he had six packs. That he had uh, you make me want. And he had the shirt. He had the button up shirt, but without nothing under it. I don't know who dressed him, but nothing under the button up shirt. Um, <laughs> I can never pull that off. That's what they did back then. Though. Hey man, nigga was in the room like Diddy. I don't know. He was just he was going back and forth to the room. I'm like, what are you dancing to, bro? Like it's not not much space, but he made it work. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so to me, I like Usher. I'm not, and Usher's not, he's not my favorite artist. I'm just, I'm just putting in perspective of a king of R&B, like what a king would exemplify. And if I'm going to somebody's catalog and I'm like, yo, when I'm, when I'm older and I'm saying, oh, we talking about R&B and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to, somebody come up, somebody come to the city, to the U.S. and say, what's R&B? What is R&B? What is R&B? I'm trying to think, which artist can I go to? And say, hey, this is this is it right here. This is R and B. I can go to Usher. You can. I can go to R. Kelly too, but it's going to be a lot of sexual and way more sexual. Now I want them to think R and B is only about sex because we got Usher. It's, it's relationship. It, it, it is relationship based because of feelings and what ain't, ain't no greater feelings to put you in your feelings than the interaction with the, with the opposite sex or relationships or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, but he got everything from like I said, the first song I played, "Think of You." Got thinking of you, burn, um, just. Relationship ending, you know what I'm saying? Confessions, um, you make me wanna like you talking about mood. Mm-hmm. Donnell Jones, where I wanna be, you make me wanna. That's that's the that's the kitty version of, of that. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I really want you. Everybody, <laughs> yep. you know, you had a friend set you up. Like uh, I want a Jew. Why you send me with your friend? Like yep. yeah, what's going on? You know yep. what I'm saying? So <laughs> you got that uh, my way. You know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure what to say about that. The video was kind of cool, but I like the song. You know, but nice and slow. That's a that's a mood. I need to get it tonight. I'm gonna take a nice. I mean, that's just you gotta take a nice slow. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's a, it's a, that's a, that record is gonna be a it's a forever record. I don't know if he can do a show and not do nice and slow. No, nah, he can't. He spelled his name. <laughs> he said I'm gonna take a slow man. They call me U S. Okay. H-E-R, you know what I'm saying? Like he slowed it down for niggas. I don't know. R A. You know, like I was like, oh okay, that's that's my that's my man. That that phone came. I remember the first time I seen that video. I was with my cousin. I didn't know what it was, but I I was like, yo. I want to be him. Yeah, yeah. Because she went crazy. She was like, oh, what's on the phone? Like, she was on the phone with whoever she was on the phone. She was watching us. She was watching us, you know what I'm saying? But on the phone with her friend or whatever. She went crazy. You screaming and, you know, like, that's R&B. 
if I had to go to memory, I would say, this is R&B. Watch her when this song come on. She went crazy on the phone, screaming, rushing the press recording the VCR so we can have that on, on the tape. Mess my, mess my damn Rugrats movie up. <laughs> Piss me off. But that's R&B. You know it what I'm saying? It is R&B, yeah. You got, and we ain't mentioned anybody. Like I said, we got Anthony Hamilton, Soul to me. You got Trey Songs. R&B artists are good artists. To me, the only thing Trey Song probably lack no, no major album sales. I can't say, yo, this album was, he got an album, Ready was a great album, but it didn't, it just didn't do enough numbers. You know what I'm saying? It didn't, it didn't take the world by storm. I think, I think Trey Songs. who, who was Trey Songs going up against? I mean, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a mimic of R. Kelly. But he, uh, who was also on Trey Songs era? I want to, um, Chris Brown, that's it. Chris Brown. They from the same area. Neo. Yeah. But then you also like I think I think maybe Chris Brown just kind of like outshine him. I mean, and if anything, one thing I did do was I remember this like it wasn't nothing. We went to a I went to a Chris Brown concert in Atlanta. To my uh, daughter, to my teenage nieces, that they were like thirteen, fourteen at the time. <laughs> it's just how Chris Brown performed. I know somebody. I know some cats got pregnant that night. Yeah, I'm saying you probably had some some uh, you probably had some girls in high school that got pregnant that night just off of how Chris Brown performed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean that was a real big thing back in the day too was actually going to concerts. It's not as big as it used to be, but when uh, seeing Chris Brown in concert, considering the fact that all the little girls wanted to go, you see him in concert. It's I don't see how anybody else could have ruled in that time. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? He may not have been as sexual. With his music that you would see the videos at, but in concert, dude was like nasty. I mean, who? Uh, Chris Brown. Yeah, you know, but, <laughs> I, but I, and I put him in, and, by, and that's why I think people give him that nudge because he's so much like Usher. Though. Like, Usher's Usher. Yeah. R. Kelly, R. Kelly, they like their own kind of thing, right? And I feel like Trey Songs is like a, like not a mimic, but like a, a mini R. Kelly, sexual music a lot. And Usher's, I mean, Chris Brown's a mimic of Usher. Oh, I when I say that, because grew up. Yeah. He was a kid, 16, first came out, run it. Yeah. Beat the girl up, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I say that because he went pop too early to me, very early. And I was kind of upset because he went pop. And they didn't want him no more. They're like, no, you can't be pop. You beat this girl up very badly. You know what I'm saying? Try to come out. I can make you transform. And I like the song, but it just didn't do nothing. Like, he couldn't sell no records. The nigga, uh, Stores didn't want to sell the album, so he had to come back to his roots. What was that R&B? Because we the most loyal fans, because we love rhythm and blues. Let it out. Deuces. There we go. Got him, got him one. You got him one. R&B record, though. He thought he'd come back with pop, and that wasn't it. So my thing is, and I, he could still be, he could still be R&B king, though, you know what I'm saying? Because he got a lot of R&B records, but he's not mine. But I, And I don't, I'm not a big fan of his voice range. Um, I like his talented. I think he has the, he got the best this Christmas edition. I like his this Christmas the best one. So maybe that put him over too because that's R and B. You know what? And I'm gonna say this just because it's you and you you know the backstory on this. The only person who ever saw them this Christmas bred better than uh, Chris Brown was Jamie Foxx on The Living Color to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know nah, it's funny because you never get Jamie Foxx praise. You hate yeah, you, you hate him. Uh, uh-uh. I hate Jamie Foxx, but. When I heard him singing on the Living Color and he was playing the piano, man, he really told he he told that song up. You know what I'm saying? Jamie Foxx, we didn't mention him. R and B. I know you're not the I know you're the biggest fan. But his first album did what supposed to do. Yeah. And one thing I say is he might not be the <clears throat> I doubt he's the king of R and B. However, 
he got to be one of the most talented black people, most talented people I know on the planet. Comedy, acting, seriously, whether it's whatever, stand up, um, improv, singing live, singing on on, on stage, singing in, in the studio, radio, talking, like. It's like what I don't I don't know what he don't do impersonation. Oh my god, you ever seen impersonation before? He's Ridiculous. good. He's good. I saw. Um, it's all I mean, well, well, you got to remember he started out on In Living Color. You know what I'm saying? And I, they did a whole lot of that's impersonations on In Living Color. Yeah, yeah, but that, that, but, and that uh, tells me all you know is like he started with Living Color. But look what we know him for. Yeah, he started in Living Color, and you know some niggas that don't even know that they know him from Ray. Yeah, they feel like, exactly. Oh, no, that's Ray Charles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. And I guess, I don't know, Jamie Foxx did kill Ray, but I guess like I expected a whole lot more out of Jamie Foxx after Ray. Not saying he didn't have an excellent career, and he what can- What do you do? Movie-wise, what do you do after Ray? After Ray Charles, what do you do movie-wise? What do you do? Stevie? <laughs> you know, I guess that's funny, though, but it, it is funny. Oh, man. <laughs> I love Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder was dope, man. But I, I mean, that. I don't I know. Jamie Foxx- he was he's good. I'm not gonna sit up here and say Jamie Foxx ain't good, but it's just like he's he's just he got so much more going on. He didn't even need music. And I'm I ain't mad at him for dabbling in it, but he just he was a better comedian and actor than he is a musician to me. But he'll get his respect though. I ain't gonna hate on him no more until I wake up. All right, well, I just want to con- conclude because we are, I was seventeen. Now. I conclude. We just my thing is R and B is I think in order to to have a king, everybody have that. We have to have a um, a set standard for what R and B is. Okay. And 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 what 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 characteristics fall under that? And our R and B artists, you know what I'm saying? Because people some people just sing. They're not R and B. They just sing. John Legend. He's a good singer. Mm-hmm. Not R and B. He's a he's a musician. Those are different. Um. So and once we can make once we make those. Those and those characteristics, like me and you did, you kind of could go. I mean, you got kind of similar characteristics of what R and B is: certain tempo, certain vibe, certain mood, certain content. You got to talk about, you know, and and that's R and B. Yeah. With that being said, which is why we got some of the same picks when it comes to your R Kellys, your Neos, your Ushers, your Chris Browns, uh, your Tyrese's, your Tanks. Um. And I, I think that that. We in the same ballpark in that area, you know what I'm saying? We both agreed with Usher, and I think that's because we can't. Not say we yeah, can't, but can, R. Kelly is just not the light, most liked guy at this point. Music only, we would go. We would go R. Kelly. No, no, hands down, catalog can't touch him. The fact that we can't do that, and we have to judge people based on character sometimes as well. And that's saying we know everything about Usher. I just don't see him peeing on girls and touching your underage girls, or you know, marrying 15 <laughs> year olds. Yeah. With that being said, that will make him next up to me. Now, people might say, oh, "I hate Usher. I don't like Usher." You might like somebody different. That's fine. Uh, I would like to know who you who you like. Like anything we talked about in this whole hour and twenty minutes, I want y'all to give me y'all take on it. What you think about old music, uh, old old oldies? You know what I'm saying? You might you might have forgot a person name. I don't know. Um, the ladies love Frankie Lyman, but he's not no king R and B. You know him. what I'm saying? However. <laughs> If if he had R&B records, he would be maybe because he had the other part down packed. Women loved him. You know what I'm saying? But he might he might meet the height requirement. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> he killed the cat. I don't know, man. He, he let the cat off the road. That's kind of wild. He killed the cat. That's kind of that's crazy. Um, so with that being said, anything else you want to say about as far as R&B? Just, oh. 
Man, I don't know. Um, like I said, Usher is number one, and R. Kelly, R. Kelly is definitely number two. But otherwise than that, man, what can you say? It's just that, uh, like I said, the only reason why I give it to Tyrese is because that boy came out, and that's the only reason why he's my honorable mention because he really did come out with something completely different. And I like the underdog. I'm always root for the underdog. He was an underdog back then. But when he came out with Sweet Lady, came out with Signs of Love Making, man, he had everybody playing it. People forgot about Usher for a little bit. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? They did. Usher was, he was confessing at the time. He's like, I got some for y'all, though. I'm cooking up right now. I'm cooking up right now. Wait time. And Usher also, he has some party records, too. So, like, you like, records like, yeah, I don't consider R&B. Mm-hmm. But you need to make the records to sell albums. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like you, Rami. I can't say I didn't like that one. But I'm always, Tyrese don't have a year. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. that also gives Usher the edge sometimes. Because he's able to put those records out, get you... Put two records out. He he had that the he had the 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 catalog to do that. He can give you yeah and also give you burn. So let burn linger around for a little while. Yeah, gonna die out. Burn been out. Oh, this record kind of hard too. You know, it's slow though. Yeah. But the confession, boom. Now he burning trees in California with the video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever that happened. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know it's 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 crazy. Um, I, I, I like Usher. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I agree. I think that Usher. I, I do think it's Usher. You know. And um, I think just you gotta you gotta be multifaceted, and when yeah. it comes to the R and B, I mean, it's a lot to do though. If Usher couldn't dance like he did, R Kelly take the cake to me. Yeah, I, mean, I think you we get nudge Usher because he he's like, he can entertain. Yeah. But even though R Kelly, he he be entertaining his own way. Like I seen some, <laughs> he was like he kept telling the white girl wipe his face, wipe again, wipe it. like he he got a wild. Set like this is this crazy. I, I saw that. Uh, Kelly concert is not for me. Mm-mm. That's also another King R&B. What's not for men? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I can go to your show, you might be doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might be you might be on to something. Um. So if that's not nothing, I'm, I'm not sure. I was trying I was trying to think of a record to conclude with, but I really don't know. Like, what, what's what's what you think is a great R&B record to you? Like what's what's a a great R&B record? Let me Google. What, what's the, I'm gonna say what's, what's the I wonder what they say with the greatest R&B records of all time. Greatest. I I changed my mind. I'm not gonna let that. I know how to play now. But um, one thing I, we mentioned, we, we forgot to mention Maxwell. He's a he's a great R and B artist. He really but is. Not a king because he took a lot of time off. I, I just feel like he didn't dominate no era. He just had great. He had great music in the era of great music. Yeah, he did. He really did. He, I mean, he had a, he had a year though where people were like, he, oh, I like Maxwell. It, it was the kind of feeling that he played to. Personally, Maxwell mis- only played the one mood. He was you know mystique though. You know what I'm saying? It was like they would kind of figure him out. He would just yeah. had that weird hair. He was light skinned. It was like he wasn't the average light skinned guy. He wasn't Albie Shore. Nah. You know what I'm saying? He was like light skinned but a Jackson Five looking kind of dude at the same time. He was like, just looked like he ain't calm his head to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was a kiss today before the kiss today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I figured you, you mentioned Tyrese. So I just ended with some Tyrese, you know, of course. Um, make sure y'all hit me up on my Snapchat or Facebook or Twitter or text or email at morett at masters at, morett masters at gmail.com. If you got a take on this, give me the take. Um, you got a song you want to listen to, give me your favorite R&B song, your top three R&B songs, your top three R&B artists, who your kings, what errors, and what, not, what have you. Make sure you go follow uh, Conquer Jones. The page is Conquer Jones. You got the comfort zone. Give me yeah. your stuff. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube and Facebook at the Comfort Zone Augusta, Georgia. Also on Facebook at Conquer Jones. Uh, Instagram on Conquer Jones, where I post a lot of random pictures as I'm trying to build up my skills. 
and just look me up, man. I'm gonna be around. I right, look it up, man. Call um Charles Hollister. Um, make sure you look him up. <laughs> I should have played Dave Hollister. I should have played that. Uh, I should have played. <clears throat> played that, but you know, it's all good. Um, we're gonna end with some Tyrese, some some good old R and B. I love when you make you can make music, and it's not the man's fault. <laughs> I love it. Because so much in life is always our fault. Like, ah, a few nigga, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You should have told me. Oh, nah. How you going to like that? That's how I want to play. So uh, make sure y'all follow the um, podcast. Share the podcast. If you want to, if you don't, it's cool too. I understand. It seems like just the other day that we hooked up. I was driving, you was walking, and I swooped you up. From that moment on, I knew you were the one. I was single, you were Talk for hours about anything Maybe you hang up, no you hang up On three hang up I bought you with my picture And I gave you everything Said you'd always be my baby Then you bow How you gonna up and leave me now How you gonna act like that How you gonna change it up We just finished making up how you gonna act like that? How you gonna act like we don't be making love? You know we be tearing it up, breaking stuff that get love. How you gonna trip? And how can you forget? How you gonna act like that? Girl, I never thought that loving you would hurt. I did everything.
All my friends, we 